nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds Podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gurport and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl Nay. So how's everything been going? Pretty good. Not too bad. A little bored and uh, trying to prepare to take this GMAT because I think I'm going to go back to grad school. But aside from that, mm, what about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the school boat with you. I'm just trying to figure out when. <laughs> you pushing it back. I'm like, on this semester. But yeah, just, just out here, <laughs> not doing anything other than being a parent and a wife and a worker. <laughs> How has your like school search been going? Like I've been like looking at all these different schools, girl. I didn't forgot how expensive college was. Listen, I was like, because what I think what last semester that I was in school was what two thousand and yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, and just to look at now, just the fees, I'm like, okay, so we're probably gonna be taking one class a semester, maybe two. Yeah, girl. I was looking at the the Howard program. They have an online MBA program, and girl, when I tell you, hell, the Mecca itself, girl, Howard is expensive, baby. Yes. Because that's the same way. Um, did CAU, and then of course the University of Memphis, and I'm like, I don't know, because I think it, it the advice is you're supposed to. I feel like you're supposed to mix it. Your undergrad should be different from your MBA and your advanced degrees I'm like mm, yeah I don't know. <laughs> look I might have to go back to the rugged to <laughs> you oh, I, know. <laughs> I don't know I'm trying to see what TSU talking about though because TSU they got an online MBA program as well um because I just really I just don't feel like co- feel comfortable going back on campuses and stuff like that it's just especially with online classes being so much easier to take like why would I go and subject myself to be around all of that potential COVID catching when I could just sit at the house and and work at my own pace and plus most of the online classes are after you know business working hours which is fantastic so So I don't I'm definitely doing online because the last part of my bachelor's degree was online and it wasn't it was cool like, I could work at my own pace as long as it gets done. I mean, I didn't have an issue with it. I know some people don't like it if you're not, I guess, self-motivated. But campus, you just want doing it for me because I'm like, I'm going to go in here and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. It just, isn't, it just isn't feasible anymore, like, especially with work. It just don't. Yeah. Ain't enough hours in the day. And a waste of gas. And then depending upon how far you live from the school, getting back home. Yeah, not doing it. Yeah. Nonetheless, I guess we can go ahead and jump into the hot topics from this week. We can start off with the good things. Congratulations to little Scrappy and the Bam, as a little Scrappy <laughs> mom calls her. They just welcomed their beautiful baby girl Callie. I mean, what else could you say? They were cute. They're cute. 
ever since they've been together, salute to Scrappy because he really didn't stuck it out, committed to Bam, being a good husband and father. I mean, you love to see it. I Listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. Scrappy surprised me after all the years <laughs> of, of being for them street. I mean, he seemed to really be happy and committed to his relationship, his wife, his family, and, you know, love to see that. Yeah, definitely. I'm so happy And they... I know they're a cute couple. I know they had like a lot of, you know, from love and hip hop, a lot of BS, but I like, and I like Bambi. I know people like, she didn't like Erica, but I like him. Yeah. Agreed. I like her too. She keep it real. Also, congratulations in order for Issa. She got married over the weekend in the south of France. She looked gorgeous, honey. Those wedding photos, gorgeous. She looked good. I was like, okay, Issa. She really did. And it was so crazy when I saw her post. I was like, is this for a TV show or did she act? Because I'm like, this is too nice of a production. And I said the TV doesn't have nice wedding productions, but I'm like, mm. and I was like, oh, she really did get married. Because I looked at the dude and I'm like, oh, it was really pretty. Like, and she looked so gorgeous, but she thought it was beautiful to me. So, yeah. And I know people were like, oh, she kept her dude a secret this time. And I'm like, he really wanted a secret? Because I'm like, he, it's not like she went to award shows and stuff alone. If you type in his name, you it's like several pictures of them together. Like her wedding probably was a secret, but I'm like, she didn't necessarily. I like, I think that's one of those good relationships or a good example of we're private, but he's not a secret. Big facts. Like I, that's the thing about about um folks where it's like they where they always misinterpret private with being secretive because like they literally think that people are supposed to like always got to talk about their relationship always got to this that and the other Issa about her business she get her work done but she wasn't never hiding her man like you knew she had a man you knew she was engaged she walked wet red carpets with him she took photos with him it wasn't like you said it wasn't a secret but she didn't always have to be 24 7 talking about her relationship yep so i was like when people were saying i'm like no nah, this man been around I ain't like she just popped up on the same I'm like she literally didn't pop up married i'm like they were engaged so the next logical step marriage is get married <laughs> so, <laughs> i don't know what y'all were expecting but okay i was like everybody doesn't have 10 year engagements but okay exactly but mo- most definitely congratulations to them. Again, she definitely looks beautiful. Let's go ahead and jump into the mess of the week. We'll start light. Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher. Mila recently did an interview where she revealed that she, quote unquote, wasn't the um, the parent to do all the washings when it came to her kids. Like she said, she only her and Ashton both only wash the kids if they see dirt. And she don't wash all the time as well. Your thoughts? <laughs> uh, nasty. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, like when I read it and they was like, and she was like, I didn't wash them when they was babies. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, this is like one of the most precious times. Like, how do you not wash your baby? And I'm like, babies, no matter how you think about it, I'm like, they're cute, but they stink. I'm like, from the milk wasting under their neck, the blowout, put them in the tub. And I'm like, there's still bacteria that can get on their skin that it doesn't look like dirt, but they need to be bathed. I'm like, 
y'all are nasty. And then when he was like, uh, Ashton was like, I only wash my groin and my underarms every day. Sir, what do you mean? Well, what about the bottom of your feet? Y'all just walking around at her dirty. And then, of course, Twitter chimes in and you see how many nasty people there are out in the world. It's like, this is why we don't have nice things. Because y'all are freaking dirty. You bathe to not be dirty. Not when you see dirt. Talk about it, girl. Like, like nasty. And even in, like, they have due date groups on Facebook uh, for babies. Like, it was women in our due date group that was, like, six and seven months old. The babies was like, I can count on one hand how many times I bathed them. Normally, I just take a wipe and wipe them. A wipe? <laughs> Damn, if you don't put this baby in the tub. Child. Ugh. Ugh. Yuck. Girl, listen. I like Mila. And I like Ashton. I like them together. I've rooted for them. But when I read that shit, I was like, is this ain't the whitest shit <laughs> ever like? I, <laughs> just, I just was like, man, listen, Mila, we love you, sis, but wash your ass and wash your baby's ass. Like, I can't. That's all I could just say to you. Wash your ass and wash your baby ass. And don't get on nobody internet talking about you don't wash your ass. Like, yeah, to all, and that's to everybody. Don't get on nobody fucking internet talking about you don't wash your ass. Because I just, I just can't understand it. I, there is no rhyme or reason that you're not out here washing your ass. I don't, I just, like, wow. You know, you know they get nice bathroom. So why are you not washing in the shower? exactly living in that big ass multi-million dollar mansion and y'all not washing y'all ass just disgusting i can't just passing all them germs around that's that's the thing like you be outside all the outside germs from the world and uh, i just could not imagine like i literally want to come every time i step outside i be wanting to come in the house just to like cleanse off all the dirt and grime and just the stuff from the air some of the shit the energy from being around some of y'all negative acid like I, <laughs> the shower be some peace for me like, and some of y'all and that's why i'm like i don't know like when your baby be out playing at birthday parties y'all don't come back and bathe them unless you see dirt like what about people touching them and stuff like that like Right, I'm, girl. I'm telling you, I strange times, strange fucking times. <laughs> All right, so moving on from that, our girl Simone Biles. She's having a tough run at these Olympics. She um, pulled out first of the Olympic team competition, then she pulled out of the all around competition. It's unknown if. She will compete next week in the because she is scheduled for for all four of the individual events. So it's unsure if she will compete in those, but she did pull out citing mental health. Um she's they to say she out for everything or no, she has they haven't announced yet. She did pull out of the all-around competition. Okay. But next week is for um the individual events. She signed up for all four of them. It, it hasn't been announced yet if she's going to pull out of those yet or not. So it's just kind of a wait and see on that if she'll if she'll pull out. But yeah, she's definitely having a tough go around this Olympics, which I can definitely understand. I mean, 
She's a 27-time gold medalist. She has the weight on her work. You know what I'm saying? The weight, she's 24 years old. She got the weight of the world on her shoulders, all the pressure. And they're in Tokyo in the middle of a pandemic. No family, no friends. Like her mother even got on and said that she's never competed in a competition without her family being there to kind of, for her to look to for her support system. So like I... My, you know what I'm saying? My heart goes out to her. I feel for her. And like all these people consistently now like attacking her. You can see why she pulled out. Talking about she let the U.S. down. Are you, sis a 27 time gold medal winner. The fuck y'all mean? (laughs) Have you noticed that it's mostly white men that was like, she's Twitter and uh, this generation is soft and all this. I'm like, bro. If she's not there, first of all, get your ass out there and do it. That that's number one. And if you can't, then you really shut the fuck up about her being a fucking quitter. And if she's not there mentally, don't nobody want to go out and risk their life over the Olympics. Like, just being freaking honest, I'm like the torture that they put their bodies through. I'm like, is is enough. I'm like, and let's not forget, I'm like, she has competed with two broke, I think two broken toes um, before. And what else did I read? I know it was two broken toes. And she had, I think she had caught like some type of virus or something and she was competing. So you need to be quiet. Like, like I, I just don't understand that when people like she left the US, how did she let the US there? She literally took herself out of the game to give them a better shot at least being on a podium and winning a medal. Right. So I'm like, that's what you call a team player. And people was like, well, she took a chance from somebody else. No, they did. They all have ultimate. Somebody is <laughs> competing in her place. So y'all think that six people signed up for the, or they chose six people. No, no, only six people they take. No. And and my thing is, is that people taking talking about she took a chance from something. Are y'all fucking kidding me? I'm like, who better than her? Stop it! Like, just, what do y'all mean? Like, y'all act like she was a B student, and they, you know, what I'm saying like it was an A student, and she took a chance from somebody. This is the greatest. And I'm like, let's not forget that I can I can understand her frustration and not mentally being there. Like I. I want to compete just for the simple fact of you kept me in, on my difficulty point and you kept me on par with somebody that's not even doing what I'm doing. Mentally, I don't think my head would be in the game because I would be so fucking pissed off that it's like, bro, I'm at her risk of my fucking life doing shit that nobody's even tried to do. They don't want anybody to do. And I think for one move, that was like only men have done it and a few, not a lot have been able to do it. So it's like, you want to score me a sign with somebody that still might be great at what they do, but I'm better. Thanks. So I'm like, mentally, I can't say that I would be there because I would be mad as fuck. And then they were showing her performance in slow motion where she was saying she got lost in the air. And I was like, what? Like, I kind of get it, but I didn't. But when I saw her eyes, when they was doing it in slow motion, 
I saw like she literally didn't know where she was going to be landing. Yeah. So I'm like, that has to be kind of jacked up to be like, oh shit, I'm doing this dangerous ass <laughs> move and I don't even know where I'm landing. Yeah. It's scary. And, and, and her having the mental fortitude to make the decision to call it and be like, man, nah, if I, if I, I'm not going to risk a serious injury just to go out here and prove something to y'all that I don't need to prove. Listen, I ain't got nothing to prove to nobody that's sitting at home on the sofa and they can't even do a flip. Basically. So I'm not talking to you. Ain't never even sniffed a fucking Olympics, okay? <laughs> Stop playing with this girl, okay? I, I don't understand. How many times do we have to say? She's a 27-time gold medalist. How many times does she, you know what I'm saying? And not only that, they keep comparing her to Michael Phelps. And I'm like, obviously, y'all didn't follow Michael Phelps because Michael Phelps retired twice. Um, he even said, like, if you've watched his specials where he's talked about it, he says the first time he retired, he had to walk away because it was too. He said, I didn't want it no more. He said it was too much pressure. Everybody expected me to win gold. Like it was, I contemplated, I was at the point where I was contemplating suicide. So the pressure that they go under to be, you know, to win these gold medal gold medals on a world stage, like it's not like the NBA or um, the NFL, like where they have literally compete every, every week. So if they screw up one game, they could come back the next game. Like, this is a, for a lot of people, the Olympics is a once in a lifetime thing, but obviously for them, it's not because they compete in multiple, they've, they've been good enough to compete in multiple Olympics, but I'm just saying to constantly be under that type of pressure, under that type of world scrutiny, like, come on. I think also as well, even with the comparison of Michael Phelps, like it's swimming and then it's gymnastics where they're saying the moves that she's performing could be life-threatening. Like, are y'all, y'all not comparing like apple, like apples to apples, like y'all apples to oranges, yet they're both, you know, you got to be ready, but with any Olympic sport, you got to be ready to compete. You got to be good at what you do. So I'm like, I, I mean, I don't, it gives me, I want black people to be my workforce. Like, that's what it's giving me. Because oh. all of a sudden now, it's like, oh, you know, she should be out there and she should just compete because she got a chance to go to the Olympics. Like, bitch, she was going regardless. What the fuck do you mean, got a chance? Like, they just randomly picked a black girl to go and flip. Ooh, that's, that's, listen, I'm like, she was going regardless. Okay? She been dominating the sport dominating like she didn't got like you said she didn't got to the point where she didn't have she didn't have to pull out moves that only men have been doing because that's how fucking good she is at it like come on y'all and i was just and i was like no one trains that hard to get basically to the top of it and say hey i don't want to play for nothing you know what i'm saying like that's what i i like fucked up about people's talking bad about her it's like so you think this girl has went through all this training and did all of this. And from, I think, Gabby Douglas and a couple other people, they were saying, like, training for gymnastics early, it stunts your growth. So I'm like, all of this stuff that they've done to their bodies. So now you all of a sudden like, oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't even want to compete in the Olympics. It ain't even that big. That's a big decision to make. Yeah. 
And then again, always there run the risk of catching COVID. You don't have any family. The stands are kind of bare. And then you face with bullshit because they were saying their news media, they was like, you should hear how they talk about the USA. So you can only imagine how bad they not only talking about the USA, but she's black. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, uh, I don't like it all the way around. And just as a sidebar, I don't, I'm not like a, like a super political person in terms of like, I don't really jump on folks for their political takes or whatever like that, because let's be frank and let's be honest. There are a lot of, whether black folks want to admit or not, there are a lot of black folks out there who are like super conservative. They may not vote Republican, but they be agreeing with a lot of they shit um, that they talk about the things that they say, whatnot. But when it comes to Miss Candace Owens, I'm just like, sis, I don't know if you wasn't loved on enough by the black women in your life, but to constantly be the person to raise your hand, to spit venom at and belittle uh, your fellow black woman, like, I don't understand why she constantly has to step in the ring and offer herself up as tribute to be the one to tear down another black woman. Like it's at this point, it's just given disgusting. It's giving sad. It's given insecurity. Like girl, go seek a therapist and figure out what's wrong inside of you. Get that hate about your heart because there is nothing in you that should make you want to tear down black women the way that you do. It's pathetic. That's all. It's like everything doesn't require your mm, opinion. Even if you like, okay, you're in that realm, you're entertainment, because that's what she is, entertainment. It's like, where is your line? And I hate people like, well, she be right sometimes. Shit, and as the saying, oh, a broken clock is right at least twice. I'm like, but that's also propaganda. They give you a little bit to be like, you know what? It sounds right, or they are right about it, but it's bullshit. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, ugh, it's sad to me. Absolutely sad. I just can't under, I don't get it. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I said, I don't, I get, her, I understand what her lane is. I understand what she serves as, you know, she's supposed to be the little black conservative, whatever. That's her politics. That's how she get her bag. That's how she, you know what I'm saying? That's how she want to present herself to the world, whatever. It's just, for me, it's just the constant, every time, every single situation, like you said, doesn't require your opinion. It doesn't require you every single time to have to literally, it's like she get joy and content out of tearing other Black women down. I can't get behind that. I don't understand that. I don't understand that mentality. That's my only thing with her is like, it's never anything, I guess, good. It's always bullshit. Like, ma'am, don't clip them dead ends. Pathetic girl. I'm telling you. Speaking of pathetic, the <laughs> baby at Rolling Loud um, went on a super homophobic, super just misinformed. Oh, I don't, it was just so like disgusting. I don't, ooh, child. Nonetheless, he went on this whole little rant talking about folks with HIV and AIDS, talking about gay men. Like, it was disgusting. I don't even want to go into just the comments. You, y'all don't live under a rock. You can go online 
And you can see there's literally videos of it that people been going back and forth all day. But nonetheless, he went up there, showed his ass, talked completely out his butt. What I want to get into not only is his response to it, but a lot of the other kind of rappers' responses to it. Um, and then if I wanted to kind of lead into our next topic, which will be about Little Nas X, because some because somehow they managed to throw him in into this whole conversation as well, even though he had nothing to do with this conversation. They managed to bring his ass and throw him in there too. So so what are your thoughts on the whole situation with the baby and then um, T.I. and Bootsy and everybody and their mama trying to jump in on it? So his comments, first of all, very unnecessary, very uncalled for, very misinformed, ignorant, dumb, the whole slew. Um, I don't like, I mean, I just didn't understand how like we're in 2021 and there's still that correlation there with, you know, like, oh, gay men are, you know, AIDS and blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, the statistics is actually leaning like heterosexual. Like, we just, it just, like I said, it was just the point of what does this have to do with anything? What's the correlation? And then for you to just go off, it was, it was so fucking trashy, but I don't expect anything more of him. I just think he's even a worse person now. Like, yeah, it's just, for me, I'm completely done, done. Like, I don't want to hear you on no remixes. He was already off my playlist for other BS in the past. But this, I'm like, bro, I just, you should just go away. Um... And just like other people, like when you read the blogs, people like, well, he didn't say nothing wrong. He said a lot of shit wrong. And the fact that, again, we're in 2021 with access to all of this information and y'all still talking about he ain't say nothing wrong. And then this whole conversation of, well, he don't have freedom of speech. You can say anything you want to. You're not free from consequences. That's not what it says. You can get on there and say anything. It's your mouth. But you have to suffer the consequences of what you say. Facts. So I'm like, you can't get on the internet or get in front of a crowd. Then you got people like, even when his aides come in, I'm like, bro, you probably got people in a crowd that have AIDS and then like this whole thing. Like, I don't know. Cause I mean, I even get in my head like, why are we still talking about it? Like it's a a taboo thing, I guess, like, all the advances that have been made with research, like, I thought we was kind of past the taboo part of HIV. It's just... Right. It's just too much information. Like you said, it's too much information out there for people to still be making that type of correlation. Like, I just... Like I said, the comments were disgusting. I, I'm with you. I wasn't surprised by it. The baby has really shown a lot of who he is over these years. There's pl- been plenty of other reasons why yeah. didn't fuck with him to begin with. For me, I pretty much I'm with you. Like I had been pulled him off of my playlist. Just some of his actions towards black women, um, his consistent violent behavior that he's shown towards people his aggression like I've been pulled him he been off my playlist but to me like it just I think the part that disgusts me more is the amount of people that really like are defending the bullshit yeah 
he had people like, oh, like again, he didn't say anything wrong. What he said was right. And we're like, he's wrong. He's wrong as fuck. And your supporters in your audience are gay, maybe gay, may have AIDS, HIV, and you just gonna ostracize but and like point it out. Like that was the another big issue for me. It's like put your phone up if you don't. What the fuck type of bullshit is that? Huh. Didn't get it. I don't I'm telling you, I don't understand. I do not understand at all. And then get T.I. going on his, he got a chime in throwing on his little little tirade um, talking about heterosexual people just can't, we don't have no voice no more. We can't say what they we want. Gay people can say whatever they want, do whatever they want, but heterosexual people, what? I'm just like, are y'all fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> If I don't know, like, I'm like, what do they do that we don't do? Child, listen, that's like, not I'm being honest. Like, this, I'm like, we get married. I, I don't know the difference. Listen, I'm trying to understand why people, especially Black folks, we already face enough oppression. Why y'all trying to create some? Right. You know what I'm saying? Heterosexual people are not oppressed, y'all. Stop with the bullshit. <laughs> you're really giving me like you're really giving me like colorism reverse type bullshit. <laughs> the fuck are y'all talking about reverse racism type bullshit like oh my god like y'all gotta stop this shit like oh my gosh in the in the in the amount of folks who will like the comment that that i hate the most is like well, just because I don't agree with the lifestyle don't mean I'm homophobic. So what that make you then? Like, I don't What do you I mean? mean? Like, who asked you to agree with a choice? Like, and I'm not going to say a choice because I feel like it's not a choice. Like, because some men are most, like, disgusting as fuck and I still find men attractive. So I'm like, that's the fact that a lot of y'all ain't shit and I still find men attractive. Like, yeah, homo- homosexuality is definitely not a choice. And I'm like, there's so many people from so many accounts saying, listen, I had this attraction very young. Or I tried not to, you know, give into it because of, you know, family reasons, whatever. And I'm still gay. Like, that enough. But even with, fuck all it. No one asked you for your approval. Basically. And I'm like, Tia, you should be the last person that talk. You and your wife have three. So who doing what? So you can engage in homosexual behavior when it's when it's comfortable for you exactly exactly y'all will justify y'all will sit around all day and every day justify two women dealing with each other be like oh that's hot blah blah blah. you do realize this that's homosexual sex right just because it's two women does not mean that you know what i mean like two still two people of the same sex having sex so it's just it's just weird to me it is just absolutely weird to me. I guess for me, it's like women, you don't see us really. I'm like, you do have some women that engage in foolishness. But I wonder what's the difference of women don't be sitting around talking about what other women do with their vaginas when it comes to being with another vagina. What is the big deal with men and worried about what other men do with their penis? Yeah. Like, it's not your penis. But I will say, but I will say in that regard, there's a lot of women who also 
partake in that shit as well. Like there's a lot of women who, and you, you're right. We don't, we don't fall into, we kind of fall very, very on that male side of things. Like they don't, they don't look at dealing with another woman as, you know, being, you know, committing or be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like having a gay experience, but if let them see another man do it and they'll be right there with men bashing, you know, yeah. like, I mean, look at, look, just look at the, the comments towards little Nas X. That ain't all men talking yeah. about it. There's a lot of women, a lot of women participating in it. That's not, like I said, I don't care. Like, the only thing I care about is two consent adults. Like, if y'all two consent adults, listen, have it be safe for you, I'm moving on with my life. Right. I, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, that ain't my business. I'm like, y'all be in other people's business and can't even handle your own. T.I. Yeah. It just bothers me because I don't understand, like, how, you know what I mean? Like, allyship does is is like as black people we should know what it is to be an ally because we ask white folks um other people of color to be our allies in our fight and it's like so it, an ally doesn't require you to be center stage in somebody's movement it doesn't require you to take away others people's voices or platforms it doesn't require you to have to give your opinion or get you know what I mean it just being an ally requires you to listen be supportive give people who are in that marginalized community the opportunity to speak their peace to elevate their voice and to really I just don't understand a lot of us I just really don't you know what I mean like I don't get it I don't understand what is so complicated about being an ally and at the very least if you can't do that shutting the fuck up it's like this thing and like nothing to do with you and i guess another thing is like y'all understand it is black gay people thank you <laughs> there are black gay people like that's the thing that's that's the crazy part to me like there are black gays like what the fuck is wrong with y'all and y'all, shit just, uh, it irks my fucking soul and nerves. Like, I can't get it. I can't understand it. I don't know. To me, it's just not complicated to show empathy, to listen, to, you know what I mean? Like, and like I said, and if you can't, to just shut the fuck up. What's complex about that? I do it. Just be, and be loud and wrong. Loud and fucking wrong. Spitting nothing but absolute nonsense. <laughs> absolute fucking nonsense. Look at Boosie. And that's another thing. That's another thing. If if you if you literally have so much like hatred in your heart, and that's what it is. It's hatred and it's homophobia. Because if you if you literally can sit and listen to Lil Boosie say the things that he say, the same motherfucker who literally admitted to having his child children raped so that they wouldn't quote unquote turn out to be gay. If you can literally listen to him and be like, oh, he right, he right. That right there in your mind should be enough to say, damn, I'm a hom- I'm homophobic. Like, I, 
if you out here champion Bootsy, bitch, I. Yeah, make sure y'all keep him off of his old page. He's talking about, I need my old page. Like, no, you don't. You good. You I good. wish he did not have a platform at all. He really did. That rant I just seen him go on, the type of venom that he had for Little Nas. I'm just like, and that brings us to Little Nas X because I, first and foremost, I don't even understand how he got brought up in this conversation other than the fact that he is black and he is gay and he is oh, open. Yeah. About his, oh, that, was it T.I. who brought him in? Yeah. Listen, I, so what are your thoughts? First of all, the T.I. comment that brought him in was, of course, them talking about uh, the baby, not the baby, sorry, the baby. And he said, well, if Lil Nas X can basically pop his shit, then the baby should be able to, too. What? What have Lil Nas X said? Like, Sir, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, he literally put advisories on his music saying, hey, this is not for children. If you listen to the lyrics for understanding and look at the words, you'll show it's not for children. And I hate that it's always, well, uh, my children can't listen to this. Everything is not for children. Everything is not to be consumed by your child. You are responsible for them as their parent to listen and to say, okay, you can't listen to this. So I'm like, or if they listen to it, okay, don't listen to it again. This is what's happening. But this whole thing of making him responsible for your children because you don't like him. And the only reason you don't like him is because he's gay. Because before then, y'all were like rocking. Oh, yeah, he cool, blah, blah, blah. Then when he came out, I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm gay. It's like a lot of y'all switch sides. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, like Boris Watkins, ugly ass, was like, um, his music is making super spread event. Super spread start. This is not the flu. How does his music what? make STDs a super spread? I'm like, and Lil Nas X made a good point. And I love him. And I know, like, it's, it's fucked up. But I love his comebacks because he's like, so you got other rappers out here talking about sleeping with multiple women, having multiple kids. But because I said, it's a, like, sir, where you get that from? Exactly. Like, and he's right. Be like, when you look at T.I. and the baby and future, I mean, not only do they rap about it, they live their lyrics out in real life. Nick Cannon. You got these men right here implanting they seed and multiple women. And if you having children that close together, Nick Cannon future, that means you getting it popping without a condom with multiple women at one time. So how's Lil Nas X a super spreader, but you can't call out your male heterosexual companions for being super spreaders? Okay, listen, listen. And I just don't, it's the, it's the double standards for me. Like they talking about he, um, you know, he, this and that for the kid, you know, and I'm just like, that's the same shit that folks be saying about y'all as rappers or about rap music in general or about entertainers in general. How many of y'all entertainers and got up there and said, well, I'm not supposed to, I'm not the role model. I'm not the role model for your kids. It should be it should be you as parents who raising your kids. Stop looking at me as a role model. So what? A 19-year-old gay kid is supposed to be 
Um, it's supposed to be so much more evolved than the rest of y'all. He can't just go out and live his life like the rest of y'all. So he got to be, he got to take on the role model aspect, but y'all don't. And be like, he said he's not a role model. He gave you an advisory, like the new music that he got. He's like, I'm going to get y'all advisory. It ain't for kids. And y'all still get y'all dumb ass on the internet and be like, well, it ain't for kids. Uh, duh. Everything is not for kids. Everything is not for kids. And y'all still, y'all still can't tell me that it's not about fucking the, the fact that he's gay. Because, like I said, how many of y'all, like we literally, we can literally scroll through TikTok through Instagram and see all y'all with these little videos with y'all kids with the with the little money to their ear uh singing the lyrics to throat baby and y'all get the fuck out here and y'all talking and about the rhyme song where y'all be busting out with y'all whole families and his song and the first party is running around with my kids on that why why oh uh, uh. I just don't, it's it's beyond me at this point. Like, I can't understand it. I don't get it. I just don't. I'm sorry, you know? And, and I understand that some people are ignorant. It takes, you have to educate yourself about different, different things. Look, I don't pretend to, to be the holy grail of knowledge. I don't know everything there is to know about sex, you know, sexuality, different sexualities and things of that nature. But I'm open-minded. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to learn. Like, what I don't. What is so hard about that? Like, I don't get it. What, right. keeps, what keeps people from just being able to just, I don't know, not be hateful and just listen? It's, it's just, I don't know. Maybe like, it's just, be, it, it be the wrongness for me. It's like, if I'm wrong about something, I'm just going to be quiet. Like, that's how I feel in with transgender terms because I ain't got them completely all worked out yet like okay if this this person is you say this one so I just be quiet and I be like okay this person is doing this so I can't say the scientific term but yeah this is what's happening but again I'm quiet in them conversations because I don't and even me not being a part of that community it's like I gotta be quiet and it was just like you know, with the conversations that we have on the internet, it's like, well, this generation is so easily offended. No, actually, this is probably one of the strongest generations because guess what? They're opening their mouths and saying, listen, what you said was fucked up and you are not being respectful. Unlike a lot of us didn't have that, the strength to say that and we couldn't say that. Yeah. Which makes us like we could a lot of us can't stand up for ourselves because you don't say stuff and I'm a grown and all this. So I'm like, I feel like this whole this generation blah, yeah, it has its ups and its downs, but for the most part, way better than our generation, generation before that, because a lot of us, especially millennials with us having the age gap, don't even know how to tell our boss no, because we were never given that in the household the the right to be like, you know what? No. A lot of y'all still be telling y'all kids to hug people they don't want to hug. Like, child. And I really wish, um, and just for the record, I really, 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 really wish they would, that they would like, I don't know how they, I know that like, because if you look at like the, the range for millennials, it's like, to me, there's like old, 
older millennials, that's them people who was born in like the earlier 80s. I really feel like they should have like a different name because the us millennials who were born in like the later 80s are completely different <laughs> from the ones who like I don't like when I hear the term millennial, it's like I look at like the the folks who are on the other side of the of that millennial coin who are like I said, them early 80s, and I'm just like yeah, y'all nothing like me. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how we are in the same category. But it's like they lump us all in together. And I'm just like, no, we are vastly different. We are vastly different. Because, like, I can see, like, night and day. Like, when I talk to my to my yeah. friends who are, like, like I said, born in the later 80s, you know, that group of millennials, a lot of us are way more open-minded. You know, we are more tech-savvy. We are more, you know, just all of those different things. Those other, the the prior millennials, the early 80 millennials, child, they definitely, they fall under that range with them other, what I call them, like junior boomers. Them other haters. <laughs> <laughs> That's they what I call like, they like <laughs> boomer juniors. Like, y'all just younger boomers. Like, horrible. Horrible. Still out here living living with these old ass philosophies and shit girl i seen one i seen one comment with a chick who was like yeah my mama told me that i don't my get me get me a man who loves me i don't necessarily have to love him but he needs to love me and i'll just settle for for that and i'm just like so wait yo mama told you that you don't have to be in love with it that you can grow to love the nigga, but he he gotta be girl. If, right. you, if you out here signing yourself up for misery, just say that. <laughs> <laughs> like if I ain't happiness was a person, like ma'am, that's not gonna work. That is not gonna work. Like y'all out here following that old ass, dumb ass advice. There's a reason that our grandmamas and mamas and all of them signed up for that dumb shit. They didn't have all the options that we got now. They didn't have all the financial freedom that we got now. You know what I mean? Like, shit. Absolute mess. But just in terms of Little Nas X, man, look, I know a lot of people don't like his ex, but baby, I don't know what he just makes. He makes me laugh. Yep. He don't. He seems so harmless to me. He is creative as fuck. Because when I saw him with that whole little thing where he was like, yes, my ass is going to Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, somebody asked him. It was something about why you getting fine or something. He was like, just in case there's some five days in jail. I was like, Lord Jesus, this man is hilarious. And he is so funny. He just seems like he's so lighthearted. And I don't know. I don't know. Like, and, it, and, it, and what gets me is I'm just like, people want him to hate himself so mm-hmm. fucking bad. Like, I just don't understand. And did you, hold on. Did you see the list, right, that people was posting trying to be like, Man, I don't. I just feel like I don't like Lil Nas X because he made him being gay his whole career. Like, look at and they gave this list. They were like Luther Vandross, yeah, Elton, Latifah, Elton John. All these people, they was gay and they, you know, but they was just count. They didn't focus their whole career on it. And like, I ran down that list and I was just like, you y'all do realize everybody that y'all listed on this list. Pretty much, they whole fucking career spent 
in the closet. Some of their asses is still in the closet, Queen Latifah. Like, <laughs> I don't and we just it. recently, the brat came out the closet like, man, yeah. we knew. <laughs> right. And that's and that's my thing. And that's what, that was people's justification of it. Well, just because, just because they never said it, we all knew. Yeah, but technically they were still living in the closet. Luther Vandross went to his fucking grave. You know what I'm saying? Like, without ever admitting that he... His whole his whole boo was sitting at his at the funeral at his front pew on the funeral, crying his eyes out. But he never admitted to being gay, ever. So what is people talking about? He went to his grave not being able to live in his truth. Just foolishness. And be like Elton John, oh uh, sir. I'm like, how he come in this conversation? I'm like, he a whole queen. What are y'all talking about? And he, he didn't, but that's, and that's the thing. People always point to Elton John. He didn't come out in the beginning of his career either. Right. He was very silent. I'm like, because, and I'm like, are we forgetting that? I'm like, y'all know he was married. So, Thank oh, you. Oh. He was married to a woman. Child. Like, they hold examples. I just was like, what? Are y'all fucking serious? Did y'all really put George Michael on here as if they didn't have to drag George Michael ass out the closet literally? Like, caught him in a whole bathroom before he came. Like, come on, y'all, y'all be rewriting history just for just for the sake of it, just to make yourself and be wrong. Be absolutely wrong, girl. <laughs> all right, so that is all we have for hot topics this week. Let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show. Alrighty. My question is, um, do do you think women tend to focus on romance more than authentic love? Mm, I would say maybe in the beginning, like in your in their very, very early stages. But I definitely think that as the most of us, I will say the vast majority of us mature and reach that age or maybe even after a lot of us go through that first kind of relationship puppy love whatever heartbreak type thing you quickly get out of that but I mean I I feel like you cannot blame women for that because we are bombarded with imagery of from like the beginning of of that whole romance sweep you off your feet i mean look at every every literally every single disney princess story that they try to sell they try to paint it as this whole damsel in distress saved by the prince fairy tale bullshit like mm. so but nonetheless like i said i think it's very i would say very very early on like in your early stages maybe just even like because I'm, I'm trying to think for me I don't, I don't think I've ever really been the big romance girl ever. So I feel like I'm kind of an oddball in that. But I feel like for a lot of my friends, I will say, maybe when they were like in their teenage years, like when we were in high school, they had this dreamy idea about romance. And then it quickly, like once they had their first like boyfriend or relationship or something like that, they kind of played out of it. What about yourself? I don't, for me, I mean, I don't know. I want to, I don't know if I want to say focus, yes, because I feel like romance wins the woman over. 
And for the question, I will say yes. And especially in the beginning of a relationship, because I feel like if you don't have romance, especially in the beginning, like how do you, I don't know, like how do you fall in love? So maybe I'm one of the women that does focus on romance. Like, I don't know. Hold on. Okay. So maybe I got it confused because I'm thinking like when I'm thinking romance, I'm not thinking like courtship. I'm thinking more like that fairy tale boy meets girl. You know what I mean? Like all the type of romance you see in the movies and all of that. Like he sweeps you off your feet. I'm the damsel in distress. And you know what I mean? Like all of that. That's that fairy tale type of romance. I'm not talking, I don't think, I'm not talking like actual courtship. Yeah, I well, I would say maybe for me it's a combination of both. Because like, okay. I do want to be kissed in the rain. Uh, okay. <laughs> some of the romantic things that we see in the movie, I don't necessarily think like it's a bad thing to focus on. I don't know. I just wouldn't make it like 100% of my relationship. But I don't necessarily think that like it's bad or... I do think it helps with genuine love, though. Okay. Like, I don't know. And I hate being on women's side all the time. That's why I was trying to be like, you know, yeah, we we don't do that. But I, I think we do, especially in the beginning. Because a lot of us do put out, not so much as damsel in distress. It's more like, I do want that Prince Charming and, you know, or you too sweet me off my Right. But, kind of make it sound bad no no i told you i'm just an oddball you know what i mean like if you if we was going down the list of disney princesses i'm more of like a moana (laughs) like i have no prince so (laughs) um you know i'm just out here trying to be king like fuck it you know um so but i so i mean like i said i get it but i just romance is never I don't even really like romance movies is that weird like the the most that I like about romance is probably like rom-coms but like right like just regular like romance-y type of movies it's just like ugh, this shit's sappy I don't (laughs) like it so that's why so that's why I mean like I'm not a good judge of that at all (laughs) <laughs> like, like i said i'm just not like a big like sappy person in terms of like super super romantic type like stuff like that i don't know but but i get it fully get it so that's why i'm like, like i said i'm just not a good judge of this question <laughs> all right so my question for this week is do you feel like you could um be the breadwinner in the relationship or you could support a man financially? I would say yes. Um, and the only reason why I say that is because um, I have experienced it. So just full transparency. My spouse is from Jamaica. He came here on a K-1 visa. He could not work until he got his green card. So it was mostly 100% on me. Um, I do think it is, I wouldn't advise it, um, it's a gamble. <laughs> so I have. Um, it's not a position that I like to be in. So that's why I say I wouldn't personally advise it, but I have done it before. Um, wouldn't I do it again? And I guess like now, I don't know. The only way I can see me being okay with being the like breadwinner, breadwinner is if like 
it was like a candy and Todd situation. Like he wasn't broke by you know far. She just out earned him. You see what I'm saying? Like, okay, I may make you know four million dollars a year. He makes you know half a million dollars. That's not. That's still upper middle class. So yeah, but I've done it before. I don't know. I'm not a fan. <laughs> How about yourself? So- when it comes to that, like, I feel like I'm right there with you in terms of like, it wouldn't bother me to be, quote unquote, the breadwinner. But I definitely couldn't be like the only, you know what I mean? Like the only person bringing in money. Unless, unless like I'm like a multi-millionaire. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless I'm like LeBron James type money or Drake type money or something like that, then sure, you could be a house husband and, you know, take care of the kids because I will gladly sign that part over. Like you could, you know, take care of the kids, (laughs) take care of the house, let me go to work, honey. Um, But um, I don't like, but I'm with you. Like I wouldn't mind being like a bread earner as long as you pulling your weight. I just, I'm just so into the idea of um of of just everybody doing what makes them happy and what's happy you know what I mean finding the happiness in their own life so it wouldn't bother me to an extent as long as we're happy we're making it work there's some compromises in there it wouldn't drive me insane too much I've never had to be in that position I'll be honest but if it happened I wouldn't wouldn't be like a I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be like distraught or anything like that. Like I said, yeah, those are my thoughts. <laughs> I guess I don't have nothing else to add on relationships. So we can go ahead and move to the next portion of the show, which is new books, the movies, TV, anything like that that you got coming up that you want to check out or would recommend to the folks. I am. Well, I didn't get finished with it, but I did start. It is. I want to say it's called The Lady Who Wasn't There. So it is a documentary. And she, like, lied about being at 9-11. Like, how horrible of a person. Oh, my God. And the crazy thing about it is, I don't know if you watched Law & Order, um, the original one, as much. Um, but there was an episode about a woman. It was, of course, it was it was similar, but it had a lot of off. But now that I remember the episode, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Of course we know law and order. They be lying to me. They don't be based on it, but it really does. But yeah, it's like, why would you do that? It was a yeah, I didn't horrible person. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? Done with that one. Well, almost done. I'm still watching the real Housewives of Potomac. (sighs) I wanna stop, but then I just really can't. It's it's tomfoolery um at its finest yeah so but other than that that's it that's like my work noise just to have something going in the background I dig that so for me on my end I don't think I checked out anything new this week I've just kind of been watching reruns I will be checking out season two of Outer Banks when it comes on this weekend so I'll probably give you my review or opinion on that next week because more than likely i think it's only well the last season was only a couple episodes i think i completed in like a weekend so probably by the time we record the next week um i probably will be done with it unless it's boring or it sucks this season then i will drag through it or may not even finish it but um 
nonetheless, I will be starting that this weekend when it drops um, on Netflix. Um, outside of that, trying to think, did I listen to anything new? Oh, I listened to some of the Young Blue album that everybody's been talking about. It wasn't bad wasn't bad i will say he's not my like he's not my favorite voice so this is this is so i'll be honest i'm a little bit of an old school r&b snob i like my r&b music with voices like i'm i am truly and deeply fully a fan of like the whitney's the um when it comes to men singers the maxwell's the anthony hamilton's like you know, because you went with me. Like one of the best concert I, concerts I've ever attended in my life was seeing Anthony Hamilton. Like when I tell you that man put on a show, like he put on a fucking show. So I am a huge like voice snob. Like I love the Kiki Wyatt's, like folks who just can sing down, you know? Um, so newer R and B is very, very hard for me to get into just because I don't like a lot of the voices just don't be it for me. But I will say like his album isn't that bad um, for the times. It was enjoyable. Like some of the, some of the records that I listened to um, while I was at the gym, it was enjoyable. So I I, I would say, eh, give it a listen. It's, it's around the lines of like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I could maybe listen to this again. So, but outside of that, I don't have nothing else in terms of books, TV or shows. Let's so let's go ahead and jump into your rant of the week. So my rant very lighthearted, but I just want a tell her back. Like I'm so disappointed. This is like the the second time I've set my calendar, and it's so crazy because literally I had already set my eyes on. It's like okay, this is the bag that I want. I'm gonna wait on the color that I really, really want to come back and stop. Why the next week Beyonce were the fucking person? I was like, that damn it. So now it's like all of this hype. And I mean, it they naturally sell out anyway. But of course, Beyonce wearing the bag and it being publicized like it was, it's like, so I'm probably not gonna Girl, but did you did you get on the tail fair list like I told you to? Yeah, I got on like the list. Yeah. I okay. Cause it because basically, in all honesty. That is really the only way that you're even going to have a shot of um, of getting a bag as they drop is being on that list because literally um, they'll send out like a day or two in advance the color that's gonna that they're getting ready to restock in the time that it'll be restocked and like you literally have to set your clock and be like literally as soon as it it hits the little nine o'clock. Eastern Standard Time, hop right in there and try to get in that. Because, baby, when I tell you them bitches sell out so quick, like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, every single time the little pink bag, the pink one goes on sale, I can never, ever, ever, like, I'll try my damnedest, but it's like I literally be, like, a couple of seconds too late before I can get them bitches sell out so fucking quick. I'm honestly just waiting on them to get to, um, for them to do another one of those where they call it a pre-order sale, where you can go ahead and order as many bags as you want in whatever color that you want. It'll take, they, they'll tell you, it may take, you may not get it for all your bags for like um, six months, but your order will be in there and you'll be guaranteed to get your bag. So that's honestly probably what I'm waiting on for that. I'll be okay with it. Be like, I just want to know that I have one that's coming. Um, 
<laughs> Listen, my auntie, because my auntie was like, I'll buy it for you. Just let me know when it drops. And she was like, you need to drop I'm like, yeah, it's sold out. <laughs> she was like, what color you want? It doesn't matter what color. As long as I have one, I prefer the big one. But as long as I have one, it really doesn't matter. Because I really do like all of the colors. Like, there's really not a color that I'm like, well, I really, I just don't like it. Of course, I have my preferences, but yeah, I, but we'll see. Yeah. But they smile like. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough out here with them tell her. <laughs> listen, um, when I saw you post, I was like, good luck, sis. Good luck. Because I've been trying my damn. <laughs> my sister-in-law ended up, I don't know how she got, she ended up being like the Hunter Green one that came out from June 19th. And I was like, oh. I okay. Well, that's listen. Salute to her, <laughs> baby. I'm telling you, them gir- the girls be on it. The girls can I just come it. pick up my? <laughs> all right. Is that anything else? That's all for me. All right. So let's go ahead and I guess that's gonna jump me into the nerd moments of the week. This week, pretty light. Basically, I'm going to start off from our childhood. It has been officially announced that PBS has canceled after 25 seasons. Arthur, the longest running animated show, has been canceled. Man, first of all, I saw a lot of people saying the exact same thing that I did. Did um, I'll be completely honest. I didn't know that a lot of the shows that Arthur, Arthur was showing on PBS wasn't just reruns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but salute to them for making at least tw- making it 25 seasons but i mean man arthur was a good ass show i'm not gonna lie when i was a kid i used to like coming home from school and watching arthur like that was a good ass fucking job um, arthur and coming uh where in the world is common san diego Andy, listen <laughs> <laughs> carmen san diego was the shit i'm not gonna lie to you that was a good ass fucking show too also coming out um on flash uh on season i'm sorry on netflix this week flash season seven has been released as we know the season finale took place last week and so per usual literally you know their netflix deal that the cw has is a week after the season finale it pops up on netflix so actually i think it may have popped up today on netflix so if you go out there if you were waiting on the whole season to drop on netflix to watch then it is up there available to you to watch season seven of the flash also in flash news the flash movie that's the one with ezra miller that's currently being filmed there have been some set photo leaks um it looks like we may actually be seeing batfleck so ben affleck's batman may actually be being featured in the film as well or have some type of role in the film his motorcycle bat motorcycle was seen on the set so it's looking like he may be taking part in the film also in black panther news black panther 2 wakanda forever there's still no kind of talk there's obviously speculation on how they're going to write out um chadwick boseman's character um t'challa but um ryan coogler has been really good about keeping keeping that under wraps so there's no real 
kind of um, direction on what's going to happen. We do know for sure that kind of all of the the rumors surrounding um, where it says like some people are saying Shuri maybe taking up the mantle, um, maybe Mbaka, maybe even um, shit I can't remember one of the the ladies from the from the the woman army maybe taking the mantle i they have pretty much said that ryan coogler has confirmed that it will be none of of those people who will be taking up the mantle the biggest rumor right now is that he is actually creating his own character um one that's not from the comics just a, a brand new character to take over the mantle i don't know how true that is i don't know you know, if that's direction that they're really going, I don't see why they would. There's so much source material in the comics to kind of lean towards towards them, you know, to 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 pull from. I don't see why they would create another uh, individual character. But who knows? That may be the route they're going. That, again, is just rumors going out there. Also, the rumors are that the potential as far as the potential plot line, obviously, it's, it's looking like it may be a war between um, the Wakandans versus the Atlanteans as far as, um, so we should see Atlantis being introduced in in Wakanda forever. We should also see, um, they are saying that Dr. Doom um, will have a minor role in it in the film, but in all in all, he will be like the, the big bad behind whoever the film's big bad is. So he will be the one kind of pulling the puppet strings behind the, the big bad for the film. So we'll also, we'll see how true all of those rumors turn out to be. Nonetheless, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I definitely want to see how it's going to play out in terms of, especially, like I said, what they're going to do in terms of the character of T'Challa and all of, and how they're going to honor Chadwick in the film. Outside of that, that is, everything for me so that is all for the nerd moment of the week anything else on your end Fallon dm that's enough for me all right so then per usual you guys want to thank you so much for listening please 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 make sure you go out there and visit the website prettynerdspodcast.com that's nerds with the z um we got a lot of great things on the site you can always contact us just hit that contact us it'll Drop us an email if you want some topics or things that you want us to discuss on the show. Thanks, guys, and good night. Good night.